Big Ray Hernandez, Jamie the Vet Williams. This is your next level wrestling review. Presented by Hameen Media and ChannelAttitude.com. And Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good afternoon, or good night, depending on when you're watching or listening to this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your next level wrestling review. Like the vet says during the impact attack, it's yours. We're giving it back to you. We don't want it. We're just going to, I mean, can't really, maybe 80 cents on the dollar, perhaps, if that, if we can get that. But we're, we're giving it back to you for free. Absolutely for free. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you may be asking yourself, who is this fat fuck talking right now? I am the reporter of the people. No, I am the pun of the people, the man with the plan. Big. I should just add that to my fucking intro shit. Just the mistake. Just let that be part of the gimmick. Anyway, I am the pundit of the people, the man with the plan. Big Ray had to stay to talk some Lucha Libre, which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the man that hates his intro theme. The Vets. He's a Rip Rogers guy. The vet. Vet, vet, vet. Rip, rip, rip Rogers guy. Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't give a fuck. Why? Because his football team sucks. That's the San Francisco 49ers, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This man has been a champion all over the world, all over the universe, all over, I mean, on the moon. You have no idea, guys. He's wrestling on the moon. It's very difficult to hit somebody with a jackhammer, pile driver, whatever the fuck, gimmick schnabitz in a crater, a uh, title on a crater match. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's the vet. What's going on, man? What's up, Ray? I don't hate my intro theme. That's bullshit. That's not, that's not what Jimmy T says. Jimmy T's a liar, then. He doesn't exist, though. So Jimmy T's a piece of shit. Jimmy T doesn't exist. Jimmy T and Chris, you're on, you're on the fucking list. God damn it. I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I work with fucking children. Anyway, what's going on, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, <clears throat> I have to ask you a question right off the bat. All right. What is this? September 27th. <clears throat> so tomorrow, tomorrow. That's the 28th. If you are an owner of PlayStation... Uh huh. Is it true or is it a work that uh, several hackers are requesting $88 billion and I should have changed my information and I should have changed, taken my credit card down and everything about three days ago? Because uh, per, per, apparently PlayStation has been hacked uh, again 
for the like 150th time since its inception of uh, <clears throat> excuse me online gaming. And I'm not at Denny's uh, Jinder Mahal. I am at uh, Tony D'Angelo's. Uh, he owns his Olive Garden here in New York City. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But are the Olive Gardens in New York City better than everywhere else? Yes. Okay. Yes, I've been to Olive Garden uh, on the West Coast and uh, what do you call it, uh, Las Vegas. Been to Olive Garden, Florida. I've been to Olive Garden in Georgia. I've been to Olive Garden in Texas. I've been to Olive Garden. I think that's it. New York City, best. We actually have at least three Italian people, and most of them are Indian. Anyway, so is, is this any fucking truth? Am I getting hacked? Am I going to get? I haven't even heard of this. You serious? Yeah. Oh, you're in for a treat, brother. This Hopefully. this this come from Ringside News? Nope. It came from one of one of yeah one of those reputable fucking gaming gamer guys. Oh, oh I'm sure it has. And then Yahoo, Yahoo reported on it. Oh, Yahoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah very re- very relevant and used Yahoo. Yahoo News. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Anybody know about nobody's nobody's heard about this shit? Are you serious? I think yeah. someone hacked you to send you this message. Right? No, this is this is legit, it a, man. It's a phishing, a phishing scam just for you and everybody else. I don't think so. I, I think I think we're all gonna fucking. I don't know. My son is like sending me all these articles and shit. And I'm like, oh fuck. Now that I actually have money in the bank, you're gonna take it all. Send it to Nigeria, allegedly. Prince Nana. Nigeria. See, see, Elizabeth knows what I'm talking about. I saw an IGN article last night. Now, now, do you believe me? Because fucking Elizabeth said it. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Uh, what are we doing here? Long fucking week. Goddamn long fucking week. But it's okay. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're going to acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home. Acknowledge me. All right. So, uh, what is this? What is Chris Winland? The windiest of all Chris is, uh, he's first in the chat. His OT, what is it, ass to mouth? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Oh, OTM needs a better leader than script. Okay, we'll talk about that. Than scripts and yeah, I, I don't disagree, but uh, we are now acknowledging you. No wrestling talk yet. You've been acknowledged, my friend. Uh, our very uh, handsome friend, uh, Michael Vasquez. I got to get a fucking gimmick for him. I, I got to think one through. You, you know the guy very well. We we're getting to know Michael Vasquez on this. I only know him from these comments. Mm. Michael Vasquez. Anyway, I like that name. It's a nice, uh, nice last name. I boned a girl, last name Vasquez, when I was like 18. Very giving oh, lover. So you could be this guy's. All right. Anyway, no. Who's next? No. Um, no. No. We have the uh, biggest ass in all of HMG. We have Frank's Pickle Barrow ass. And of course, we get the lovely Elizabeth. Yeah, I see the, I see the jealousy in your eyes. Yeah, the lust in your eyes, Hogan. What are you talking about, brother? I don't want to pull Elizabeth, dude. Can we just get an episode where you just play both of the mega powers and I sit here quietly? You could do that. Okay. Not this one, though. 
We'll save that for a special special episode in the future. Perhaps a holiday. I've been to the mountaintop, brother. I lifted 5,000 pound titties over my head, brother. Gotcha. We have the dark side caster. Who's your father's brother's sister's cousin's former roommate? Goddamn right we do. We have, with a record of 134 and 62. Oh. Yep. The fuck? How you get another fight? The dancing one. Dan Heffer. I got to tell you something. I was on on Twitter last night. Mm -hmm. Am I fucking retarded? Yes. Did I use that term? No, you cannot. Am I fucking stupid? Yes. Dan Heffern is a fucking awesome musician. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I mean, I didn't know it, but then I saw the, the Tom Sawyer. The fuck? WLR. Hashtag WLR. Don't support those guys. They're assholes. Except for Steve. Well, maybe Steve a little bit, because Steve hasn't come on our show yet. But I understand why. I wouldn't if I was him as well. Right, Steve? <laughs> anyway, it's between he and I. Uh, anyway, um, what else we got here? I'm going to skip this one for now. And I'm going to go to uh, the most handsome in all of HMG. Ladies and gentlemen, oh you cannot, uh, you know. I'm about to get my front. time in the spotlight. Yeah, you know how it works out because when you uh, when you put Scott Woodford on the screen, Ray goes away for a minute. It just breaks his whole internet, which isn't hard to do because of Spectrum uh, as it is. But um, I really it's very fucking frustrating because I love Scott Woodford. I want to be able to, you know, acknowledge him. Sure. But I can't do that. But anyway, speaking of acknowledging somebody, it's the person. The only person on HMG that in the chat has his own theme song. What am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen, it is the hammer. Charles Hammer. Oh, shit. I can actually see him. Like working out, this, you know, mm-hmm. just fucking lifting, lifting small cars. Yep. Just the one song on loop. That's it. Yeah. Just for like three hours straight. Just lifting small cars. Um, press, uh, gorilla pressing refrigerators. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I am a boss. And banging, uh, and, and, and banging flat, flat butted, uh, white chicks, right? Flat ass yeah, white chicks. That's, that's another, that's another bald black guy. Is it? Who's? Oh, that's a. Who was? Who you? T- that was a moose you were talking, right? No. <laughs> who Bobby Lashley? No, you know. Who Bro, how many bald black guys do we know? Well, there's another one that just unfortunately recently <laughs> released from. Devon Dudley. Perhaps named after he has a monetary nickname. Why am I drawing? Just t- say I drawing a blank. I don't know who. Who's that? Oh, I thought you were doing a bit. You really? No, I, I have no idea. I, I, who is it? It's a top dollar. Oh, that uh, piece just of shit. Recently released a clip of like his latest. <laughs> if you didn't see it, what? Oh man, You're it's like a one kidding. minute clip. Top dollar, holla holla. And then Jimmy T's on there like, 
like, hey, can we get the full song? You know, like, oh my god. Full song of what? No. The full song of whatever the one minute clip is of with the flat. Guys, you've seen it. You saw it. I have not seen it. So if you can send it to me, that would be great. Because I have not seen Top Dollar Holla Holla. Is it a rap song? He thinks it is. Oh, this guy is the shits, man. Anyway, we'll talk about that and more. (sighs) What else we got here? But yeah, man, uh, fucking dancing Dan Heffron. God damn, not only is he an incredible boxer, bare knuckle fighter. Depending on the judges, pale. I'm like, I'm expecting to be like, um, like ding, 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 ding. And he's like, just fucking shredding the fucking guitar. I'm like, what the fuck? So many talented people. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, it's over. Boobies. That's got to be fucking uh, Dr. Jeff Lipman. It's got to be. I mean, it's... he would say delightful boobies. You think so? Mm-hmm. Boobies. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Facebook user. Oh, my dear. My dear. Yeah, so, man. Dear. D- WLR, right? Asked us uh, to get to, to sing. One of our favorite wrestling theme songs that we could. Oh, we already know Mandir's a musician. Like that's right. not a surprise. And an incredible musician. You know, how does he play with a hoof? The guitar. Practice. Okay. So he doesn't need to pick, right? Just the edge of the hoof. Well, he plays bass, right? Doesn't Mandir isn't he a bass player? Uh sure. So you Only pretty four much strings. Anything, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't really need the uh, okay, I see that. But uh, Mandir uh, chose his favorite WWE uh, theme song, wrestling theme song, and he went uh, with uh, Ryback. Yeah. Unlike the women that were on Top Dollar's rented yacht, which I gotta see no this back. now. Are you serious? That bad? Like, like they all. Oh, I gotta it's see. It's so it. funny. It's like the, these is women are the Twitter? equivalent of. They're they're like the women equivalent of his rapping. Is it on Twitter? Can I find this thing? Is it under yes. top dollar? Is it on YouTube? Maybe. I don't know. What's his name? Francis Nganu. Yeah. I'll find it in a second. Anyway, we have the brother of former WWE World Heavyweight Champion Jinder Mahal. We have Jinder. Oh, he's in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me just speed this up real quick because uh, Beth doesn't like that go so long. Uh, we have Drooler, the master, and Drooler of the world, Saint Vicious. Saint Vicious in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, the breath smells good. What else we got here? Todd Brantley, he is. What do they call him? The comment king, the king of all comments. All right, Beth, you're smiling. Beth is a smile. I was just much. picturing. I was just picturing Todd Brantley smugly putting on his crown, mm. like just just adjusting it. Yes. Like, hey, yes, I am the comment king. The crown. What is on that? What is on this crown, Beth? Oh. What does this crown look like? Do you think? Well, it's you know the usual gold and jewels, mm. the jewel encrusted crown. I got it. Yeah, I can see that. Let me see. Ah, oh. he is magnanimous. 
Well, I guess the music is going to restart now, so we'll do that. He is magnanimous. He is scholarly. He is effervescent. But ladies and gentlemen, above all, he is absolutely glorious. It is the glorious Chalbelo Professor Chalbelo de la Cruz. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing there, Prof? Very handsome. Very well hung, man. Your co-host stinks. Tell, tell Tommy Wonder to get off the fucking big rig and do a show with us already. Always driving a truck. Always going to the glory holes with Colin. It's unbelievable. Anyway, that's about everybody here, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah. Wait you know a what time? Minute. What? Who did I miss? Oh, shit. What are we testing? On Lab crowns. Rats today. We're testing crowns. Crowns. We're testing crowns. We're testing crowns and interstate Wi-Fi for truckers. <laughs> and glory holes for Colin. Uh, all right. What more holes. testing can you do? Let me tell you something, brother. Colin's he's he's a fucking expert. All right. One anyway, more. ladies, huh? One more. Come on. There is who? Come I don't on. See anybody else? Come Scott on. Bradley. Oh, hey. What's going on there? HMG. You got room in that table for me? A little ZD, huh? A little Parmesan, huh? A little Gabagool. BDM five. He is here. He is here and. You will make your food disappear. <laughs> Ain't that right? No, that's right. Still better than top dollar. Holla holla! Can you can you find that and send it to me? Seriously, Liz sent it to you. <clears throat> Where? Twitter, I imagine. Oh, Elizabeth, you are the best. Love you. And uh, you can as play can... it right here. I'm well, sure I'm there'll be it. no copyright infringement. Nobody will claim this. That is the plan. We're going to jump into not the one, not the two, but the three count. Uh, as soon as I can find this fucking gimmick, Schnabitz. Here we go. The three count. This is the three count. With the latest breaking news in pro wrestling, sports, pop culture, and more. Now back to Big Ray and the Vet. Liz, where did you send it to me? I got to find this thing now. Is it on Twitter or the X? Maybe that's all. Oh, wait, I do have a Twitter message. Let me just get. Oh, I think I have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right. We're going to play this here. It's a minute long. That's it. And you know what? This is all worth the copyright strike, ladies and gentlemen. If we get it, I don't give a fuck. We're we are demonetized. We're, we're, again, we're not going to get it. There's no one that's going <clears> to <throat> assume any responsibility for this. Let me see if I can make it bigger. That's what she said. All right. That's good. That's All right. This is as big as we're going to get, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Top Dollar. Holla, holla. And the Flat Butt Five. Is, is that fair enough to say? <laughs> you be the judge. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. I still think this beats better than that, probably. And I haven't even heard it yet. I'm just trying to be me, getting money how I find my relief. Uh. They be like, why they call you top dollar? Because I be. <laughs> Who hotter than top dollar? Oh, no. 
not, nada. You can catch me in the top floor penthouse suite. Penthouse I'm a playboy known to keep penthouse freaks. Don't play with my name, my homie spin about me. I'm the main character, the story been about me. Been about keep me. a bad sister with me, known to sweat out weeds. Oh. Know exactly what I want and give it when I need. Cause I take it to. I gotta stop right there. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna rewind this. Don't you dare. Don't, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Yo, listen. You can't twerk when your back goes down to your fucking uh, calves. When the when your lower back continues onto your thighs. I'm sorry, you can't twerk. I have no ass. You don't see me twerking. What the fuck is that? Bet I'm asking you sincerely. It's what a, is it, that? Uh, it's a a bad sister. And what are those Apparently, stains? According to the lyrics. What are those stains all over her? Do you notice these things? Hmm. All right, let's continue this. Bad sister with me, known to sweat out weaves. Know exactly what I want and give it when I need. Because I take it to Belize anytime I please. I've been the best rapper alive since the day I breathe. Top tax bracket, top of my class. I can sit a cup on the top of her. With a flat ass. Them boys trying to beat me. You can definitely not sit But they ain't nothing but some marks like Johnny B. Bad. Oh my god. Oh, you got the wordplay there? Mark's like Johnny B. Bad. Oh, you were terrible. His real name is Mark. Yeah, I get it. Bro, this is like bad Will Smith side B um 19 late 1990s. <laughs> all right, rap. let's let's go to the chat. Uh first of all, let's acknowledge uh, Al Robinson. Al uh, Robinson, who was here earlier, but that's another one I think we missed. Uh yes, here we go. Um Charles the Hammer. Hell no, this shit is whack. <laughs> Serge, bros got bars. Well, that's Sergio. So, I mean, what can you expect? Uh, <laughs> Medium five. Ray, right now, Chub Rock is rolling in his grave. Jeez. <laughs> Frank says, I'm watching on phone while welding. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, Zane Vicious says, pancakes like mom used to make. <laughs> <laughs> now we know where the vicious comes from. Um, wow. We. What else? We got? <laughs> Todd Brantley, even the rap girls botched twerking. Not good. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. I might as well finish up, man. I mean, that is. Yeah, we only have uh, what, 20 more seconds. That is fucking delightful. Seconds. I'm just trying to be me, getting money, how I find my relief. Uh. They be like, why they call you Top Dollar? Because I be. <laughs> Let me just type this in real quick. <laughs> Making that cash with chicks. I was going to say bitches. Should I say bitches? Should I say bitches? I, I, I will. Thoughts. Say thoughts, right? Is that is that Words. okay? Thoughts with negative ass. See, making that cash with uh spending them, spending them. There we go. Spending them. Spending them. Top dollars, right? Make sure I spell this right. Dollars 
with dots that have RMC. So making that cash, spending, see, I'm not, there you go. Spending them top dollars with dots that have, with ne- that have no ass, that have no ass. Okay, that, that's more of a bar. That have no ass. I think this is a better bar than half the thing. Hashtag. These lyrics are going to earn you pancakes. One way ticket to Blocksville, I'm sure. Pancakes wop? Who's just pancakes? So making that cash, spending them top dollars with thoughts that have no ass. Reply. A live, a live reply, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you're watching this on Channel Attitude, you missed the live reply. You could have said, I was there. That was the fucking worst. But he will return. Return to what? I don't know. To Impact Wrestling? There, there was never. I can't wait till he goes to Impact so that you and Brandon have to fucking review him taking the title off of Moose. <laughs> it's going to happen. Know. I don't know why I think that won't happen. I'm oh, not sure what it is. It's like an instinct or something. I don't know. But anyway. I'm sure that was not a three count story. That's just a bonus for you guys. Thank you, Liz. Liz, thank you for this gift. Thank you for doing the hard work. Thank you for putting in the time. Uh, speaking of hard work and putting in time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently Tony Khan is looking to buy New Japan Pro Wrestling, or he's already bought it and hasn't made the announcement yet. Uh, they're going to do the, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, who passed away? Um, I was just talking about him. There was a reason I was asking you, um, the legend. Uh I'm not trying to disrespect. Yes, Antonio. Antonio Inoki. Uh, so they're going to have the Antonio Inoki wrestling gimmick. You know, AEW is going to be. Anyway, apparently, I'm hearing that Tony Khan. Oh, man. He's going to make the announcement there. I, I bought, I bought New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's going to be the way he's going to do it, probably. Maybe not. My fucking ZD ready? You got breadsticks there, bet? Uh, no. Wine. This whole thing is full of red wine. It's amazing. I see. Mm. Is that your uh, favorite beverage? Yep, it is now. Vet, you are a lover of New Japan Pro Wrestling. How do you feel knowing the possibility that it will die now? That Tony Khan. Oh, yeah. uh, Mm. I'm definitely on, you know, pins and needles here. I'm serious. Uh, Hopefully, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I don't have that. Hopefully, the announcement will be something unrelated to that. Um, no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. He's buying New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think he bought it already. What is your source for this? I tell you off. Ringside news? No. I'll tell you off air. I, I swear to God. It's, it's bought. From what I understand, and there's going to be the announcement at the Antonio Noki gimmick. So now I'm asking you, Vet. Mm-hmm. And if you guys see it like a, like a day later or maybe somewhere on the internet, just know that I heard it yesterday. I wasn't allowed to say anything about it, but now it's kind of getting out, I think. Anyway, what do you think, Vet? Seriously, I, I know you're a big fan of this of this product. Uh, you love it. You watch it all the time. Um, you put it over. Now it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck, I think. So what happens? So now the death of mm-hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling. How's that make yeah, you feel, brother? It's it's definitely um hmm. <clears throat> Tony Khan. 
owning New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, I mean, owning it's one thing. Uh, you can't. There's no way he can oversee the day-to-day -day operations, though. Mm. So if he, he may hire he, somebody. Yeah, yeah, or he'll just Great keep everybody Muda. there. He'll just I'm, keep everybody there doing what they do already. <laughs> it's just who owns it. I mean, right now it's. Great Muda. <laughs> yeah, sure, Great Muda. Uh, right now it's. I know that's exactly what Great Muda probably feels like doing in retirement, right? Um. Right now, New Japan, I believe, is owned by some, you know, like digital card game yeah. toy company, whatever. Kakuza. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, officially, it's owned by, um, you know, that other company. The Pokemon Trading Card Company. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, you know, how is that any crazier than Tony Khan owning it? The only difference is. If he tries to, you know, integrate more with his own product, it's going to be, eh, I don't know. How do you feel? Future doesn't look bright. How do you feel knowing that eventually Hangman Adam Page will be the New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion? He'll be the IWGP Champion. That's gross. That's fucking gross. Who's your favorite Gaijin to be uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, it's got to be Bob Sapp, right? <laughs> Bob fucking Sapp. <laughs> I don't know. No? Kurt Angle? Maybe? Brock Lesnar? Yeah, Kurt Angle's pretty good. Um, Cody? <clears throat> um, he wasn't. AJ Cody Styles wasn't. is probably the best, right? He's pretty good, too. Do they count... Uh, they don't. Do they count Fergal Devitt? Or Prince Devitt, whatever the fuck he is now. Well, he was he wasn't the like the main champion. He wasn't champion. No, he was a junior heavyweight. Stand the Larry Hansen. Did he hold that title? Maybe I don't know. Oh, it's probably going to be this guy on. What's the name? Uh, Vader. It's probably the greatest. Uh, Vader. That's probably the greatest. Either him or AJ. I think they both had amazing runs. AJ two times. Anyway, so yeah, man, that's that's what's coming out on Newswire, brother. Um, and uh, yeah, man. So listen, man, it's official, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the the great Jade Cargill is now officially. Before it wasn't official, now it's official. She's officially. She walked into the uh, the performance center, and as I saw that little fifteen second video, I said to myself, "How the fuck can you get that wrong?" But how can the WWE get this wrong? I'm sorry, what? What happened? As Jay Cargill was slowly walking into the WWE Performance Center, I said to myself, how can the WWE get this wrong? We know Impact, I mean, Impact, uh, AEW got this. They fucked up with her. I don't know how. But how can WWE fuck this up? Because she is, when you say star, like she is just like eye catching. Like immediately it's the, the, the airport test, like Booker T says, you know, uh, she passes the airport test. What do you think, man? Do you think WWE? Oh, so is so you're asking me uh -huh. knowing that it's the WWE and they will fuck it up, you're asking me how they're going to. I thought you were Bingo. asking about the, the video they put out, like how no, they fuck no, the no, video no, no. up. Sorry. Because no. I didn't see it, so I don't know. No. 
Um, how will they mess it up? I don't know. I think what they usually do is they like to make you think they're not messing it up. Oh, fuck. Well, kind of like how, like they'll, they'll put somebody in their hometown and then they won't beat them, mm. you know? And then people will think, oh, maybe things are different now. And then they get taken off a of TV and then, you know, whatever. I'm really not sure. I, I it's, it's almost impossible. Because she was, oh, it's not impossible. No, I, know, I know, I know, not even close. Well, she was um, apparently she had been training a ton with Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. Um, she had been training a ton with him, so that's a great guy, I think, to 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 learn from. You know, uh, when it comes to uh, the in ring acumen, and uh, now she was uh, at the performance center, and they have pictures of her just you know shutting the fuck up and learning. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> I, I know this is a long shot, Vet. I I I definitely think that maybe. Do you think that maybe she needs a year in NXT, or or like most people, they think they should just shoot it to the main roster, and maybe do the whole Goldberg thing with her, some squash matches while she's continuing to learn at the Performance Center on the side. Like, what what do you think is the best scenario for her down the line to make her successful? Uh, and I can't wait to see her in the WWE ring, bro, against like a Bianca Belair, against Becky Lynch, against Charlotte Flair. I mean, can you like just picture that match? Charlotte Flair and Jade Cargill. Just picture that shit. How big that was at a WrestleMania or SummerSlam or something like that. Um, star fucking power. This girl is beautiful. She's anyway. So what do you think is the best? Um, if, if you were her manager, okay, you were vet the brain Heenan. How do you uh, pave the way for this young lady? If I have to work within their system, then yes. I'm going to uh, put her on TV right away, make a splash, and then I'm going to, um, you know, on off of TV, mm -hmm. she'll be doing the training as if she was in NXT. She just won't be having matches on NXT TV. Mm -hmm. So she can go to the PC, train with the coaches there, the Norman Smiley's, you know, of the world, and and uh get her education on I assume she'll she's based in Florida. I, I think she lives there, right? I, I don't know. But um so that that shouldn't be too tough. So I would <laughs> say, you know, take one take one uh main uh, you know, like uh one live event. Mm -hmm off of her schedule and make that like one of her training days mm. and then just put her on raw or SmackDown, whatever you feel. And then, uh, let her be a personality there. Cause there's already people on TV that are worse than her in WWE. So there's really no reason to, you, you can't, you can't hold her back by saying like, no, she definitely needs more training. <laughs> okay, well then send every send Liv Morgan back down, send Shotzi back down, you know, send Raquel Rodriguez back down, send a bunch of people back down if she needs more training, right? I don't disagree. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be hard to to fuck her up. That's why I have to say. I mean, I, I think uh, I think she has total score. I mean. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about her. So now, uh, I guess, as, uh, and, and it, it may be worth mentioning that as Todd 
Brantley points out, you know, she's one of the people that's sort of in the punk camp. She, like, I well, think, I, I think oh. he was like a big influence on her career and she has looked up to him. Cody, Cody too. Cody's loves yep. her. They have and a very, very good relationship, friendship and stuff. Right. So that may have been, <laughs> that may have been a reason for her abrupt return and exit, you know, like. <laughs> she was not happy about the Cody thing. And then punk getting the axe uh, apparently but i mean that's just all alleged shit I, I heard um but it could be it could be true could be true well the the i'm not i'm not um the only thing that we're not for sure is that's had any factor in her decision of leaving or the fact that she was leaving but whether she was you know a cody person or a punk person is not in question that's pretty much out there i have an itch in my back i don't want to fucking scratch it <laughs> He's a breadstick. I don't have a fucking breadstick. I'm going crazy over here. I'm looking for my back, my back scratcher. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. Well, look, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for her. I'm excited to see her uh, in that WWE ring. How soon do you think we see her? I mean, I, you don't know, but how? How? Nine days up? from tonight. Nine days from tonight, right? That'll be funny. Do I have that button? Oh, right so Nine days from tonight. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you don't like that either. Put it on Friday right now. Put it on Friday. Just so you write the show. Just so you know, my roadcaster doesn't hold this many sound bites. Because you said that the roadcaster's worn down. It's not worn down. And just so you know, I do listen to every show, guys. I um, I said all the buttons are nubs because of not, how many times you push not. them. So what happens is I have a soundboard on my phone and I connect it to the roadcaster so I can have hundreds of and hundreds and hundreds. What's your name, fella? Triple H. I have hundreds of these. I wonder what the star rating will be. I haven't heard that. Yet. <laughs> Has anyone hit eight yet? Are we nine? Is he into the, the tens yet? That moron. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> anyway. Good. Push a ball. Prove my point. Cole, you know the you know the thing. WWE made a bunch of releases, but I don't give a fuck about the main roster releases. I want to talk a little bit about some of the NXT releases that we had here. Okay. How bad does it have to be when you're scheduled to have a championship match on a PLE and you get released? Mustafa Ali. That was an interesting choice because of that situation, right? Whose cereal bowl did he piss in? That whose bag did he shit in? Whose woman did he make a pass at, even though he's married? Allegedly. I I don't know. Were you, were you, that's one I was shocked. I was like, what? Apparently, they didn't like that, uh, that Trump gimmick that he was doing. That, uh, who's they? To them, the same people after Russell Brand. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that on the A show tonight. I don't know. Um, Aaliyah, she was let go. Were you disappointed she, by her? She wasn't in NXT anymore. Oh, she she'd been on the, she'd been on the road for a year, not being on the road. Really? I thought she was still in NXT. No. Let me see. She Top was on Dollars. SmackDown, I think, last time, but she she had the she had one of them Austin runs. Oh man. That's what I'm just gonna call it. Every everybody that's been there for like longer than eight years, I'm gonna call them an Austin run. Aaliyah had an Austin run. I, bro, out of everybody that, that was released, the one guy that I wish they didn't release was Rick Boogs. And I'm talking about like WWE mm-hmm. side. Well, I, you I, didn't give a fuck about that, so. I like Rick Boos, man. I think he was cool, bro. 
a lot of money. Emma, who gives a fuck about Emma? Oh, but this was my favorite release. Mm. The candy. Which one is that, Vet? Let's see if you let's see. Vet works with me every fucking uh, Wednesday. Who am I ecstatic that finally got a release? I was gonna say the gender, but I want you to guess. Keep you guessing. Uh, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. I shit on her every week on NXT. Mm. I don't know. I'll give you another hint. She's 90% plastic. Mm. Oh. Say yeah. It. Say it. Dana Brooke. Yes. <sighs> when I heard she was released, finally. It was kind of like you know when the winter when the winter's over, and you get that first smell of spring air. It's like new life has been injected into you. Yeah. The only thing I was upset about was Idris Elba and uh, the other guy is still still there. Yeah, I see no. top guys potential yeah. for those. Yeah, I don't give a shit about uh, Shelton Benjamin. I cannot say anything negative about that guy. He is fucking incredible, awesome, uh, very well liked. Uh, I've never. I don't know it. Like, I know you have nothing but sterling, amazing things to say about Shelton Benjamin. Uh, shocked that he's not training people. I, you th- I think they'll bring him back. Like, as a trainer. No, at least. They, I mean, why wouldn't you, right? You would think. I would hope so. And he's really, and he's a good dude, right? He's he's well-liked, respected. Hell of Pretty a career. Sure. Pretty sure he is now. You know, I can't speak for his whole career, but, you know, it, it's just a big waste. I mean, the, the a lot of what you see in these releases is just how wasteful the WWE's been. You've kept these people around, and it's good that they all were able to make some money doing this. But it's also kind of like, you know, it, it's just you see what could have been. You know, there's really no reason that some of these people couldn't have really done something for the company, you know, but they just keep people around just and do nothing and pay them. It just makes no sense. So some of these are mercy releases, you know, Dolph Ziggler already wanted to leave years ago. Um, well, what's one of the, was it Valentina Veroys? The other one got, got released, right? Yeah. One of them got released. The the horsier one, the the more manlier one got released. The little the little squeakier one, she's still there. You know what I'm talking about, right? The difference between them. Yeah, Valentina is the one I guess yeah, that stayed. Ulisa Leon, she's she's gone. Oh, they let go of Tits McGee. What's his name? Uh, Fat Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. Um, I, I I think I made a comment after Halloween of whatever the hell. Remember when they did the Halloween show? And, and I yeah, think I, where it was like him and Shotzi were the hosts. And, <laughs> and I think I would have to go back. I think I kind of said along the lines of this is like the end of his career. Like <laughs> him hosting this show. The worst thing they ever did was give him a live mic. Um, I don't have a list. Anybody I'm, I'm missing guys on NXT? I don't know. Uh, oh, Kevin Panetta. Isn't he a Dana fan? Dana Brooke fan? I don't know. How many dollars have you given Dana over the years, Kevin? I don't know. I don't know. 
But anyway, so the people that they weren't uh, using in NXT. <laughs> yeah, man, I went way back with that one, man. Uh, let me see Idris. Damn it, man. Oh, Ikeman Jiro. Yeah, Ikeman. Ikeman. Oh, is he in that group of releases? How do you feel about that, Vet? How do you feel about the great jacket-wearing Japanese star of K1? What was it? Uh, yeah, look. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't take, I, I, unlike Ray, I don't celebrate the release of any of these people, per se. Um, yeah, clearly. Uh, but nobody else, though. I'm sad for everybody else. Dana Brooke now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, I just look at it and I'm just looking at them and saying, again, you hired these people. You knew damn well you weren't going to do anything with them. What, what would have been, are you going to say that the, the sky was the limit for Ikemanjiro when you hired him? Of course. Like, who, who was that, you know? Of all the people that could have been hired. So. I mean. I mean, we, I, I, think, I think we liked him, but I'm just saying, like, we liked him because he was, we saw him making the best of, you know, <laughs> a weird situation. So. I thought he was fun. I thought he was fun, like, like a fun character. Yeah. He's definitely, like, he could. He, he, there's no such thing as an NXT lifer, but if there was ever one, he could have been. I thought. You well, know? you could have always you with guys like him, and I and I'm not saying this is necessarily what I would want to do myself, but if you're the WWE and you have guys like that, why can't we bring back, you know, the the guys that you know, like the Barry Horowitzes? Like, why can't right. there be guys like that character job guys like you know the goon or you know, TL Hopper or whatever. Like, why can't we have a new era of those kind of guys that the people are excited to see, but you know what's about to happen? Right. You know, he could get ah, the crowd get hyped saying. up with right. the jacket mm -hmm. and come out and whatever, and then he just gets beat, and then that gives somebody else the shine. It gives him, you know, the the paycheck, the audience participation, all the yeah. stuff. You could even sell some merch, you know, you could whatever, it doesn't matter. And then um, you know, one day maybe he goes over a guy and everybody's so excited because they've been waiting to see it, you know. So well, two guys that I was kind of shocked. Um, both uh well not shock, shock, but like I, I had a feeling Shanky was gone. But he, he I didn't was... even know he was still there until I heard about that. <laughs> that india super show i was like oh you kept him i thought somehow i missed his release but apparently should shanky they kept him just long enough to do a show in india and then yeah. kicked him out yeah hit the bricks that's yeah. the wwe for you shanky and dabakato should they form a tag team on the indies or just go straight yes. to aew yeah what no they should form them? a tag team in aew and then they should challenge ftr because ftr is giving out title shots oh man dabakato gone um who the fuck is bryson mantana um he was a young guy that never really made i don't think he made regular nxt i saw him on level up a couple times their names here i'm, I'm seeing kevin ventura cortez daniel MacArthur. i don't know any of these people. i don't know these people i bet they were <laughs> these people were probably like those next in line athletes that they just hired out of college sports <clears throat> let me see melanie brzezinski i don't know who that is uh abdul abadi fitzgerald what huh? <laughs> alexis never saw Ray. these people 
fuck is who the fuck is Alexis Gray? Uh, I don't know. I guess any of these women that you're reading the names are probably the women that are in the back of those locker room scenes. You know, when there's all those ladies sitting there and you're like, who's that? It's probably some of them. If there's one person that out of releases, out of the releases, besides Shelton Benjamin, that you could bring back, that you said, man, they really fucked this guy. Like, I, I think it's Rick Boogs. Um, I think we can exclude Dolph Ziggler because he has he's had a 20-year career, year career. He's done everything in the WWE. Even Booker T has gone on record saying that he feels like, you know, Ziggler was just sitting back like, I'm just going to collect the paycheck, do the bare minimum. And he's going to, he'll be your next AEW champion. <laughs> I mean, or tag team champion with his brother. I think that's inevitable. Or New Japan Pro Wrestling champion. Easy. That would be cool to see. I wouldn't mind seeing Dolph Ziggler in uh, New Japan. I would watch just to see, you know, how he gets over there. What a mark. Yeah, no shit. Um, oh, the masses. Mark of the masses. That was the original. Um, anybody here that you would like, ah, maybe WWE could have did more with this person. And then we'll, we'll jump into NXT. I, I you know i think i said already elias i would have kept oh i forgot about him god damn yeah yeah pal. If, if nothing else you could just put elias and rig boogs together and you got a comedy tag team that could provide you vignettes and matches for years what about um his brother elias's brother what was his name stanley oh uh yeah um ezekiel no you gotta fire him no oh. He looked weird. Just too nice. He was too nice. <clears throat> too nice for this business. Too nice for this business. Elias had a little more of an edge to him. I think he could have made it. Uh, yes, but Stevie Richards. Yeah. I, so I, I would have. I said that. I said I would have kept. I would have kept Elias because he already had the equity with the crowd and everything he did with the crowd, kind of got him over. You know, like he. Mm-hmm. They, they knew him. They were excited to see him. So it. It's just there must have been some political reason why he got released. I can. I can I, I can definitely take a stab at why I think it is, but I better not say it. Um, so you, let's just say stab away, stab away, sir. No, no, no. Just like you, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Um, but uh, then the other guy that I would have kept that probably would surprise a lot of people is Mansoor. I saw a lot in Mansoor, and I could have done something with him. But Mansoor, mm-hmm. over. Um, What's his name? The other Arab dude? Um, Over Ali? Oh, God, yes. Really? I, you know what's funny? Like, I liked Ali a lot. That's was weird. A, that I, know what, funny. I know it's weird. I thought he was good The guy good is wrestler. terrible at everything. I don't think and, so. And uh, I don't know why anybody would ever have kept him around, especially after all the, again, going back to the politics, the political headaches that he caused. He's that's, another person that that's publicly fair. requested his release. That's fair. You're right. Uh, on at least one occasion. What's up, J twelve? J twelve. So we, we know why they we know why they gave him his release. He was mm. just begging for it, literally. So you know, but Mansoor though, a lot of talent that never really got tapped, and the fact that everybody, the fact that you reacted the way you did, the fact other people have reacted that way, just shows me that you guys didn't see it, and that's because I was watching the things that nobody else was watching. Where I saw those things, I saw his potential, and I was like, oh, okay. And they never. They just never used him for whatever reason. So he wasn't a tiny. I mean, he was sick. He looked at six feet tall. Could have gained a couple of pounds. Um, apparently on his in his uh contract, he was booked never to lose. 
Yeah, well, that's can't be true because he lost. Yeah, but he he was um he I don't know on TV. I think he was booked never to lose, so that's why they never televised any of his. Oh, he matches. lost on TV. He did. Okay, yes. I don't know. I don't know. He's still young though, bro. He's he's twenty seven years old. I'm sure he'll he'll bounce back. Um, oh, he's a family man too. Ah, now I feel bad for the kid. Anyway. All right, guys, let's, let's, let's really quickly do this. Uh, we do this every single week. We're going to jump into the time machine real quick, we'll go back in time, and uh, let's see what happened uh, today in professional wrestling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go way back, and I'm talking about way back. None of us were born. I can safely say none of us were born in 1965. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event at Madison Square Garden was a show where it, uh, Bruno San Martino retained a WWF championship against, let's see if you know this name, Tarzan Tyler. I've heard that name, yes. I've heard the name as well. Don't know who he is. Dave Milliken. What does it say here? Well, this is interesting. It says, uh, during the past away, so, uh, when emptying the attic, she came across WWF belts and Dave Milliken made their eyes. Dave Milliken made our, anyway, it doesn't matter. 1987, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, the Midnight Rockers, defeated Boris Zukov and Zoldat, uh, Ustinov. AWA? Yep, to win the AWA. World Tag Team Championships. Do you remember this? So, so wait again. I was a baby again. First of all, nothing happened on this day for twenty-two years. It was just crickets, just a ghost town. Nothing happened in wrestling on (laughs) September twenty-seventh for twenty-two years. Nothing. And then finally, uh, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Wow. When you when you met when you met. When you uh, first heard of the Rockers, did you hear of them as the Midnight Rockers, or were you? Uh, who's this young tag team coming to the WWE? You too young, right? Yeah, it was the it was the Rockers, <clears throat> Rockers, not the Midnight Rockers. So I knew of. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to say that it, I think it's just funny to imagine that match. Like 75 percent of that match, Vince McMahon's like, "Yeah, hire these guys." Well, not this Zoldak guy. Fuck him. that's great man i remember watching uh what was it there was a a a pro wrestling illustrated magazine and one of the articles was uh the rock and roll express and the midnight rockers side to side a dream match if Mm -hmm. if you will Mm -hmm. and i never i don't i mean it happened eventually but i was like who are these these midnight rockers and then uh, they used to give uh, the AWA on Channel 11 here, uh, WPIX. Who are these guys who are <laughs> actually good looking and actually have muscles and are tall? Yeah, man. Right? <laughs> like, like <laughs> who is this way better version of this other team? Yeah, man. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express were, were two very unattractive men. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. But How do they become sex symbols? I'm just wondering. I, because of where they wrestled. That's why. Hey, what's up, Mike Martin? Mike Martin has just joined the chat, and I mentioned before J12 jumped in late. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, but I, I dug him. But let's fast forward again 
1993 on an episode of Monday Night Raw was made official that, again, Shawn Michaels had been stripped of the Intercontinental Championship. The official line was that he had the belt taken away from him due to having uh, not defended the title for more than 30 days, although he had defended it on August 30th at SummerSlam 28 days earlier. The real reason that Shawn Michaels uh, had failed the drug test, which he disputed, and walked out on the company. Is this when he lost his smile? No. That was years later. <clears throat> really? Yeah, the smile thing was 97, I believe. <clears throat> oh, so this is probably like the beginning of like his, his issues, right? Around this time? Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> this is when he was with Sherry, I'm assuming. I think this is when he was with Diesel. Was he with Diesel first or Sherry first? Was Diesel first? No, Sherry was first. Sherry, Sherry was from like 92-ish in there. 91, maybe late 91 through 92, part of 92. Because mm. there was, because at the SummerSlam 92, the remember. one where British Bulldog won the belt, mm -hmm. right? From Bret Hart in the mm -hmm. famous Wembley Stadium. Mm -hmm. uh, that same card i think that was was that not the um the match with uh michaels and rick martell where they weren't oh my god i don't they weren't supposed to punch each other in the face and sherry was like in yes them? yes yes they're too i don't know zane vicious might try to correct me again but i think, I think right. that was right. that one mm. we need um, a canadian uh an english person to confirm we have anybody from england here um Chris <clears throat> Winland for some reason sounds like he would be from England, but I'm pretty sure he's not. What about Javi Uchiha? Could be. Okay. I doubt it though. Let's fast forward. Wait, to why that. are we talking about that? Oh yeah, because oh, Shawn Michaels walked the first of many times. Well, actually, dude, when the Rockers came in, they got fired for some reason, right? Immediately. Mm -hmm. That's a famous story. Like Shawn Michaels been getting in trouble. Like he never wasn't getting in trouble the whole time. And then uh, it's funny how you hear people being released for being troublemakers today. Right? Mm. Mm. What did Frank speak about? I say that's so funny. Oh, it's when he lost his butt virginity of McMahon. <coughs> Which McMahon? Huh? <laughs> Could have been Shane. Could have been Steph. 1998, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. WWE presented In Your House, the breakdown. We have Edge, who will make his pay-per-view singles debut against Owen Hart. Uh, let me see what else we had here. Uh, we have The Rock. He pinned Ken Shamrock in a triple threat match. It was Ken Shamrock uh, and Mick Foley, so he won that match. Uh, what else we got here in this match? Both and the brother. Uh, let me see. We had the Brothers of Destruction, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin on the card. Uh, who else we had here? <clears throat> Let me see. It says here, afterwards, Vince McMahon came to the ring and took the smoking skull belt and rode off in a limousine. <clears throat> Interesting. A year later, in 1999, the highest rated segment in raw history in terms of audience size aired featuring Mick Foley presenting the This Is Your Life presentation to The Rock. This segment 
had an 8.2. Can you imagine? An 8.2 rating. 8 million people watched this segment. This segment that has been like booked that like people say it's like one of the greatest segments of all time. I to this day still think that segment is the absolute fucking shits. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, I'm with you on this one, Ray. But it's horrible. Uh, yeah, at the time I don't remember thinking it was that horrible. I was also much younger. And then um you know going back, oh my god. And I, I think the reason why people, so many people were watching it is because they were just waiting for something to ever happen, and then it didn't. But um, the only thing worse than this is when Bailey did it many years later. Oh, my like, God. I forgot about that. But, uh, you know, um, nonetheless, anything with a This Is Your Life segment on a wrestling show, probably just better not watch it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, big, huge ratings. My favorite segment of raw, of raw, like of all time is when Vince McMahon's in the fucking hospital. Oh yeah. And Steve Austin and then Steve Austin in 2012, 2012 in the impact zone in Orlando, Florida, Samoa Joe defeated Mr. Anderson. Anderson by pinfall for the vacant TNA uh, television championship. Were you a fan of TNA at this time? Mm, I was watching it <laughs> and I was a fan of Mr. Anderson. I was too. I liked him a lot. He's a nice guy. Talk about it. Well, um, it's an interesting story because when I was at OVW, there was just this guy that was doing jobs in the opening matches, opening dark matches <clears throat> and stuff. Just <clears throat> look like a, regular wrestler didn't really think anything of it um but yeah ken anderson and i was like okay so he's just some guy they need to do jobs here at ovw (laughs) in dark matches i guess i didn't really see i didn't really see too much in him then because he wasn't really showing much Mm -hmm. and then i go home like move back to california like i said that that nine month hiatus there uh and while i'm at home like i'm watching like uh velocity or something so one of these wwf shows that's on the middle of the night and then um i see this guy and he has blonde hair and i was like hey that's that guy and he has this gimmick where the microphone comes down from the ceiling and he announces himself to the ring and i was like hey this is cool how come he wasn't doing this shit you know this with his brown hair at ovw dark matches because no one had thought of it then um, I don't know. I forget exactly. I'm sure he said it in interviews who actually gave him the gimmick or the idea for the gimmick, but Chat. I don't remember. Um, but it was cool. But on this one episode where he faced Funaki, uh, he was he announced himself as Ken Anderson in the WWE. Um, and then the next time he appeared on television, he was Mr. Kennedy, and he was <laughs> Mr. Kennedy from then on. fucking over yeah it was cool he was one of the only good things around that time that was on television because wrestling sucked then too he was really and, good uh, he was really yeah good. and mvp was the other good thing that was really cool around that time i did like mvp i thought that was a guy that should have been a world champion what? man mvp fuck like if you really look at him like if you, like i'm thinking back at him with the 
the way he looked, the gimmick he used to wear, the football outfit, you know, kind of like the football wrestling outfit, the gloves, the the little nose gimmick. Um, you know, he had the braids in his hair. He, he could fucking talk. He could wrestle. Like he was really, he was really good. He wasn't a high flyer or anything. He didn't need to be, but he was still really athletic. Um, <clears throat> total package. I uh, wonder why never gave him that run. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, well, great colleague really, was champion, so we're good. Go yeah, that's that's. I mean, you look at the two. Obviously, who would win? Right. But what I liked about the MVP gimmick was that it was a lot of hype, you know, and he kept not debuting, you know, because like, like the, with the spoiled athlete gimmick, he's like trying to always get more money or wait for the right conditions right. or whatever. So you're thinking like, this is going to go either one of two ways. Either this guy's going to be really, really good, or he's going to be really, really bad. Right. Like, like he's going to be like trying to hide the fact that he sucks at wrestling or something and putting on this face, you know? So they went one, they, they could have gone either way with it. They went the, they went the route of no, he actually is that good. Um, and he had some good competitive matches and stuff, but, um, yeah, they just didn't want to go all the way with him for whatever reason. Who knows? Thinking about like, like long awaited debuts. Do you remember how they booked Fandango's, uh, I don't know why he popped into my mind, but you were talking about how MVP, they, yeah, they made you wait. They made you wait. And if you remember, Fandango was getting nuclear heat because he would come out there and then he would just like, you know, you're not worthy of the debut of Fandango because his name wasn't said the right way by what was it, Jimmy Kimmel, not Jimmy Kimmel, whatever Kimmel. That Everybody. The fe- the announcer or whatever. It's like you gotta breathe in the A's. Fandango. It's fucking hilarious. Vet in 2019, ROH held death before dishonor. I don't know how to do fucking Greek letters. What is this? XV11. What is that? Four uh 12? 17. 17? I don't know. Fuck. The main event saw Rush defeat Matt Taven to win the ROH championship. Tall Ace Austin with Mickey Mouse gloves. Tall Ace Austin with Mickey Mouse gloves, folks. And lastly, in the pandemic year of 2020, WWE presented Clash of Champions from the Thunderdome in Orlando, Florida. Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match, uh, also featuring uh, Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. Roman Reigns retained the universal title versus Jay Uso and uh was a, it was a referee stoppage. Do you remember any of this? It's only fucking I've, 3 years ago. I purposely blocked out <clears throat> much of the Thunderdome era. So no. But I believe Sami Zayn was probably doing the conspiracy gimmick around this time, right? <clears throat> yeah, he was wearing a hat and everything and Anyway, I'm going to go really quickly before we jump into NXT to the very top, the very first comment of the Mm -hmm. day here, because it was a question, believe it or not. I said to myself, yeah, it says, uh, here we go. From Chris Willen, it says, uh, OTM needs a better leader than scripts. Uh, Can talk about Lucian stepping on the ankle. Anyway, so do you you agree with that? Do you think scripts, uh, you know, the two two big... uh, gangsters need a better better manager or you think that this is working so far 
it they already did the thing where he's a sommelier <laughs> and then they did the thing where he's wearing a weird mask for some reason and a poet all of a sudden if they had introduced this guy with this it may be easier to accept sorry i don't know why you would do that to the people i did it on purpose trust me okay well I'm sorry not sure about that no i'm really um not. anyway yeah unfortunately um they did do that and here he is so yeah. well prepare yourself ladies and gentlemen this may be the last time you hear this theme song but at this time for n x t ladies and gentlemen it is nxt september 26 2023 ladies and gentlemen it is the go home show for this weekend uh no mercy the 30th right 30th of, uh, oh, yeah god damn time gotta fucking watch more nxt content here. time fucking flies we'll be watching this i know vet and i will be, we'll watch the pay-per-view the ple whatever you want to call it and we'll give you our thoughts next week on the show uh probably no three count it'll probably just be a review of the pay-per-view that'll be fine um, unless some there's some crazy news like Vince McMahon was caught boning his daughter or something like that, you know, <laughs> or something crazy. Uh, by the way, I have to. I'm gonna go on record by saying this before we even talk NXT. Uh, people are now coming out with all these reports. It was supposed to be part of the three count. Oh, Stephanie McMahon is and Triple H may be getting a divorce and they're separated and all this crazy shit. Um, I have to say that HMG has reported this. For, was like a year ago this is like old news to us are you just hearing this now as well i haven't heard <clears throat> none of this yeah so they're making a big deal they're saying steph and triple h are, are splitting up and it's like we knew that at least a year ago no vet the first time that we mentioned it mm-hmm. so whatever um but yes yeah, stephanie mcmahon um she has always been my pro wrestling crush so She's free. Jen? Sorry, hon. What do they call this? A hall pass? <laughs> sure, whatever. Is with you hall pass. Uh, the closet pass and the bathroom pass. Uh, my little computer room pass. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you want. Steph. I'm kidding. I love my wife. Unless. Hall pass. She's she she's my J Lo. My wife's hall pass is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That ain't ever fucking happening. But Steph is possible. I mean, Connecticut's right there, bro. Hold on. Okay. It's a good thing you did that because she probably would have said no otherwise. Right. All right. All right. Uh, vet, it's NXT, man. We're going home. Uh, yeah, no mercy. This is going home early. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Definitely going home. Do your thing. Okay. Uh, good night, everybody. No, That's okay. It. Let's it let's over. let's do it. Yeah. Um. Oh. All right. It's the Global Heritage Invitational final mm-hmm. match. Uh, the winner of Block A versus the winner of Block B. Mm-hmm. It's Butch versus Joe Coffee. Mm-hmm. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we got Metaphor in the lounge. Uh, what are they dressed up like this week? They said, um, they look beautiful though. Said ocean. I think Vic Joseph said oceans something. Oceans eleven. Oceans four. Is he said? Is this oceans four? I didn't watch any of the oceans movies, so I don't know what the uh, none of them. Not one. None of the five oceans movies. No sir. Okay. Um, they also got the viewing party room set up. You know, for all the people that are about to get released or whatever. Um. Terrible. Uh, Gallus gets ejected from this match. <clears throat> uh, both Booker T and uh, Vic Joseph at different times say Joe Gacy when referring to Joe Coffee. <laughs> yep. um, Booker T says it first accidentally, and then Vic corrects <clears throat> him, and then a couple moves later he says Gacy with the backdrop or whatever he says. Booker T like sugar thick quack quack. You're wrong. Yeah, Booker didn't say anything. Oh. He could have, but he's the. He he's a the pro. bigger man. The fucking he literally pro. is the bigger man. Um, and Butch wins with a bitter end. Uh, Ray, your thoughts on this contest and your new winner, uh, Butch? This is the only match that I've seen Joe Coffey wrestle where it made sense where he was the more powerful man. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and that, with that being said, I thought it was a solid match between the two guys, um, but they've worked together forever. So this was like a good solid 50 50 which made total sense here wrestling match of two guys that have a very similar style very similar height um obviously coffee like i mentioned before uh the more powerful of the two um butch you would say probably the more technical of the two uh joe coffee being more the brawler uh, i thought this match was uh agent and agent and agent agented well I guess I can't say that word. Um, I thought this was a solid match, man, and I, you knew it was going to happen. You knew they had a, you know, you had to get a baby face in the fight, fucking Noam Dar at the, at the PLE. So I knew who was going to win. But then again, you know, shit, crazy shit has happened. So, um, which yeah, I, I like. Sometimes you fire one of your competitors <clears throat> in the in the building, in the fucking blue, and like, yeah. But um, but yeah, man. So I'll give this two thumbs up. Like this match. What about you, Vet? Joe Coffee was in it, so yeah, like <clears throat> he, it, it's become increasingly difficult in recent weeks for me to fully wake up at the start of the show. Okay, and when I you put you, Gallus bro. out there right at the top, you're basically saying just don't wake up, just stay sleeping, you know. So I, I did, I, 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 I hand write all my notes. You know, I don't know if you can see, but. Kind of oh, I see it. Yeah, but but like, so I'm doing this. I'm not just going to one of these sites and reading off the results. I'm actually making my own notes. Don't yeah, who would do that? Um, do so I write my own notes. Okay, um, but <clears throat> that's basically all I can do. And then, like, as soon as I, so like, I'll just be sitting there, like, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, I'll hear the announcer say, "So Joe Gacy." I'm like, Joe Gacy, what? And then I have to pick up my phone and make that note, and then close my eyes again. Speaking about releases soon. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I, I couldn't really tell you how the match went, but like you did say, they worked together a bunch of times, and I mm-hmm. probably saw it then. So I'll assume it was the same shit and meh. I'll tell you that um, I've never really watched these two guys work together because I didn't watch the NXT thing in in, uh, the UK. Um, I really genuinely wholeheartedly, 
honestly thought this was a really solid match. Like, like I was into the match the entire time. Uh, there was a point in the juncture where the two other blokes, ha, blokes, I said it, you know, because people in England, they say that, they got sure. tossed out because they kept getting involved in the match, and it was it was perfect. I, I, I thought this was a really, really good, solid match between the, the two guys. Um, really well done. Really well booked. Um, and I'll, I'll go as far as saying this regarding um what's his name uh joe coffee <clears throat> listen i don't think joe coffee is the total shit so i'm gonna be honest with you i think he is a little boring he's you know, he's pretty boring i think the whole he's the whole faction boring. is boring but in a match like this against a guy his equal size i could see what they see in him if that makes any fucking sense in the world if there no. was mm-hmm. if there was some type of mid-level cruiserweight division type thing uh those two guys would be like a big deal so anyway i like well, here's the, match. the thing I was- here's the thing like you know <clears throat> if you're in nxt uk which is where they were right the coffee brothers started in nxt uk I'm, i mean i know they worked before nxt uk but i'm just saying for their wwe career sure that's where they started right which you understand because fucking everybody over in england and in europe and all those countries is like that it's like some some small European guy. They all grab yeah, their and wrist and wipe their feet. Some of them, yeah, some of them were kind of thick, you know, and barrel chested like Joe, and some were a little leaner like Butch. But you know, like essentially, like there's just a lot of plain white guys over there. Like the guys, like like James Drake, who was one of the people that quietly got released. It's like, oh yeah, remember the grizzly young veterans? They're just out the door, you know. Like guys, you know. James Drake, or, you know, I'm hearing, I, I hear results from pro wrestling Noah about like Saxon Huxley, who's in just another plain white guy with a beard. Okay. Yeah, just like, just all white guys with beards over there. And then a bunch of them come over here, you know, when they fold that up. So it's like, okay, now we got a, now we got an immigrant situation where we got a bunch of white guys with beards coming to NXT <laughs> and they're even more boring here when we're used to seeing some level of variety or whatever right <laughs> so to answer j12's question of do i see joe coffee ever going to the main roster and he also says i don't see how gallus gets over no i don't no, but that's exactly why right. in a year from now he's gonna be on monday night raw doing the same thing that judgment day is doing right now with these two fucking guys and you will all be bored and raw will be drawing up point eight nine not in the demo in the overall viewership I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna jump in and say that what's happening in in uh in uk wrestling is what happened here in the united states in the 2000s where where you know how you mentioned in the uk everybody's barrel chested with long beards and in the 2000s everybody had long hair had uh uh what do you call it? earrings and facial earrings and stuff and mad tattoos you remember that like cm punk yeah, everybody everybody was zachary wentz <laughs> yeah, basically yeah that's exactly what it was that was like the indie look back then now what would you say the, the look is now crew the cut. look is okay I'll, I'll give you the uniform okay it's the it's the carrot haircut mm-hmm. right yep um that's and then you got a beard then... yeah there's nothing mm-hmm. on the sides and it all grows long out of the top like, like a tony carrot. d'angelo yeah but but tony puts it in a ponytail though i'm talking about you know yeah. y- you've seen it you know you my know, son's right? haircut basically 
no your son still no um you guys know it though uh okay. it's the carrot haircut a beard um you've carrot. got tights they have a belt in them and then you've got kick pads and wrestling you know, like the otomics or asics wrestling shoes okay that's your that that's the indie uniform right now what kind of guys tight? that look like they could be the main event at the VFW or the guard armory or the bingo hall or biking the high short school gym. Huh? And the biking shorts tights. Well, you can have whatever style of tights you want. You can have the short tights. You can have the long tights, but you're going to have a belt in it. Okay. All right. That's funny. Like AJ styles, basically AJ styles right. minus the gloves. <clears throat> Mickey Mouse. Gloves. That, that, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, only one guy wears those. Right. Told Ace Austin. Very mm -hmm. funny, by the way. That's still one of the. F you don't say now. Now I'm I'm quite uh, just just for clarification though. I, I am quite aware that Matt Taven is a much longer <laughs> tenured veteran than Ace Austin. But the reason I started calling him that was because Ace Austin was an impact first, <clears throat> and then when Ring of Honor was in limbo and they did that Honor No More angle, the invasion angle. Ace Austin was already there being Matt Taven first. So that's why. In case anybody ever wondered. Just like Angelico, yes. Yes. Him. He's, this is the uniform. It's a uniform. There's so many guys that are like that. And everybody in the UK was like Joe Coffee. So whatever. Um, McKenzie's with Dom, who thinks he's off on Saturday mm. uh, because his phone got fired. They didn't talk about it, but he, he just thought he had the night off. Um, but then she informs him that actually there's going to be a triple threat match and the winner of that will face you. And the triple threat match is going to be, uh, Dragon Lee, uh, versus Tyler Bate versus Axiom. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. also on Monday Night Raw, Dragon Lee attempted to defeat Dominic for the North American title and failed. Yeah. Cleanly did. failed. I heard I already like, got no 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 response. Like people were like, who? Dragon Lee. I mean, he probably didn't, but I'm I'm just saying Dominic just beat him. Which is like, well shit, Dragon Lee's fucked then. If he can if you're just gonna straight up lose to Dominic Mysterio with no interference, no chicanery, <laughs> no nothing. I, I didn't I, I heard that that match was really fucking good though. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did you? Anybody in the chat? Yeah, I mean it was a fine fine match. Maybe better than the one they even had in NXT, but but they they you know people been shitting saying you know that Dominic can't go, that he sucks in the ring. But now like I guess they're saying that he can go. It's just whether he wants to. Like he saves for big moments, like for moments like this. Who who knows? I don't know, man. I just I just report this shit, brother. Right. Um <clears throat> uh Trick Williams enters. Um and then we go to the Olive Garden. Uh with yes. Still waiting for my breadsticks, by the way. Mm -hmm. Terrible service here. Well, that must not be a New York one, even though you're in New York. Somehow it's a different one. Uh the Lotharios come in, they sit down. We're I'm sure you are a big fan of this because I know you you love these guys. Okay. No, I, I mean, they, they, at least they explain why they got the that those are tattoos and that actual you know claw claw marks from their dead grandfather. 
Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's dead cool. Grandfather Davy Richards. Dead grandfather scratching them in their chest. What kind of weird shit is that, dude? That was the oh, that got me so angry. But anyway, so yeah, they you know they're talking and shit, and, and you know you got the family they're like, listen, relax, all right? We got you got media M five in the back with a fucking with a hammer, you know. It's like hey, you mm-hmm. better watch your back, you know. He's fucking patting people down as they come in. What is going on over here? Why are you patting me down? Because you're fucking two two illegals coming over the border. That's why. Kidding. We don't know what the hell you're bringing in here. Yeah. Over there. <laughs> J12 says it makes it worse that they're tattoos, doesn't it? The vignettes make no sense anymore. Well, I think he actually even said, like, after this weird dream where our grandfather scratched us, we got these tattoos in his memory or something. So they'll never forget that weird night that they had a dream and the WWE showed the dream to us because they have that dream capturing technology. But why, why did the grandfather scratch them? My grandfather, I'm sure if he came back as a ghost, would just kiss me on my forehead. I love you, Papa. You're a good grandson. Maybe he was just reaching out <laughs> and like I he hadn't clipped, it. he hadn't clipped his his fingernails in a while because he's been dead so well, like, he just reached right. out and he maybe accidentally scratched him on the titty they 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 say five thousand pounds titties brother um they, they <laughs> did say they do say that when you die and you're in the ground your fingernails and hair keep growing so they say that that's what they say but this I, is I supposed to be the ghost so it shouldn't be the real you know what moving on to the, we have joe gacy versus trick williams this in a match shocking yeah uh joe gacy goes for the upside down and a flying knee counters it out of nowhere one two three trick williams yeah you like that huh you like that finish did you watch this awake god you didn't watch this match i really tried i did see the flying knee finish at least i I thought i did i thought i might have dreamed it and i had to ward off my grandfather so ha so he was trying to scratch his titty so from the beginning of the match, I'm like, this is the only time I think in the entire show that they didn't have to pipe in any crowd noise <laughs> because Trick Williams is fucking popular. And I've been touting his stardom from the beginning, even before he was any good in the ring, which I think he's gotten a lot better. Certainly um, good enough. God damn. And, and that's the thing. Like, he's good enough in the ring he's gonna get better i think you know with has with his athleticism that that crazy uppercut that he does um he did it a couple of times tonight and he looked good doing it this time that kid's a star bro uh, do you agree chat like trick, trick williams is gonna be i think he's gonna be a big fucking star in this business whether it be in the wwe or anywhere else i think that kid's got it man he's the fans were going crazy over him man yeah, wait till the impact zone just Blows the roof it. off for Chicklin. Stop it. Uh, so, Kel- uh, here's something that's a big star to be. Kelly Kincaid mm-hmm. uh, gets in the ring for an interview. And uh, in the middle of his interview, uh, Trick Williams realizes, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to go for a championship myself. Yeah, fuck and it. And he just walks off. Good for him. Do you like, do you like the post-match interviews when, when they're out of breath and shit? Yeah. Like you have and I like, I, I, like I, I do. And I, well, I, I like consistency, you know, I, I would have a post-match interview for everybody. Yeah. My show would be different. 
It would, it would be so different than the stupid phony crap that they do. But whatever, I don't make shows. I just review them with my phone uh, in my sleep with my dead grandfather reaching for me. Mackenzie is with Blair, and she has a message for Gigi. And the message, I think, was, uh, um, you're Suck not it. as good at... Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's basically she had two words for Gigi. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin is on his way to the ring mm-hmm. with this with the sea shanty playing. Mm-hmm. Um then uh Chase U is uh walking through the kitchen and then they sort of reunite with their estranged former daughter, I guess, or student, whatever you want to say. Uh Thea Hale, they, they meet up in the kitchen and uh they get a look at uh, her clothes, and uh, you know Duke Hudson is like um, the wife that's trying to tell the husband to be like supportive of the daughter. I guess is the role they're playing here. What do you think of this, Ray? I was about to say that's exactly what it is, brother. Um, I dig it. Uh, there are some weird feelings about this because you know they are supposed to be like the uh, I don't know the the parental i guess but at the same time you know they're like like l- l- i pulled this up so you guys can see like she's basically totally changed if you haven't been watching the nsc product uh, i'll share this is what she wore to the ring like this is <laughs> right well this isn't what they ran into her wearing but no but this is what she has i don't know if they they have a i mean come on like I'd be like, hey. She's dressed like J.C. Jane would dress. Yeah, but she pulls it off way better, brother. So, yeah, man. I mean, she did a little six sexy gimmick there. <laughs> she tried her she tried her hand at gyrating. <laughs> yeah. She tried her know, hand at being a reptile. I, I, don't, I don't mind it at all, man. Uh, it's just a weird dynamic because, again, like I said, <laughs> um, they're supposed to be like parental. I don't know if like the like uh, Andre, was Andre Chase turned on by her or like oh no oh he was just like a dad like seeing his daughter. Yeah, it was it was like I don't want to see this kind of. But They're doing about, a parental parody. What hey, about, you remember that movie? Uh, what's that? What's that? What was that movie with Tony Danza? Tony Danza was in a movie. He was in a movie. She's I, out of control. Did you ever see that? I have never seen that, bro. I swear somebody just watched it for the first time and they're like, oh, we got to do this as a wrestling angle. I've never seen it, so I can't comment on it, but I'm sure it's uh, incredible. Tommy, Tony Danza. She's out of control. Go, everybody, run to your devices, check out your streaming services. Anyway. Starring Media um, M5 and Tony Danza. That's right. Uh, then we get, uh, Josh Briggs versus Baron Corbin mm-hmm. and it's a hoss fight, I guess is what the people call these things. Two big boys just beating the shit out of each other. Yep. Um, and in this case, it's mostly now I was kind of awake to notice that, uh, Josh Briggs was mostly kicking the shit out of Baron Corbin he was until Baron Corbin just bows up and hits his finish on him. And that's basically it, which is impressive because when you get a guy that size to do the yes. end of days, you know, you run that risk of like the feet hitting the ground and fucking up, bro. How str- then? How strong is Baron Corbin? Because he, he so that move. Would you say it's all him, all Baron Corbin? Because he has to pick him up, and then the guys, the guys kicks his legs and swings his weight all the way back up in the air. That's yeah. I, even I said it. I was like, oh shit, 
Like, and he and listen, that kid Josh Briggs took it took it wonderfully. Yeah. Well, jo- Josh isn't dead weight in that. He's so that's good. Why he, that's why that's why Baron Corbin's able to pull it off because he's he's still working with him, you know. But I, I really like Josh Briggs and, and and Jensen, dude. I think those two kids are, are really, really, really good. They've gotten so good. And uh, of course, you know, I like uh, the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallon, Fallon Henley. Yeah, yeah, Fallon Henley. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he, uh, you know, take that, Josh Briggs, and get out of here, you piece of shit. And then, uh, and then Corbin gets on the mic and calls out Braun. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I agree with you. I didn't realize she says I didn't really get how big Briggs was until this, because Baron Corbin's a huge man. And I believe Josh Briggs is not a, a shade under six seven. It's a big boy, huh? six eight. I'll look it yeah. up as you as you bring it up. But go ahead. Um, I'm pretty yeah. I, I think he. I think Josh Briggs is listed at like six nine or something like that. But oh, not that he's big. somewhere in between there. See, he's listed at six eight. Jesus, he is a huge guy. How big is Baron Corbin? Baron Corbin's probably legit six five. His football stats here. The, the football stats will show. Oh, here we go. He's listed at uh doesn't show. <laughs> oh, here it is. Six eight. He's also six eight. Oh, he's actually six eight. Interesting. <clears throat> so yeah, both boys about the same. So maybe Josh Briggs is about six six eight six. Yeah, this is a big boys, bro. They're big. But anyway, uh one of those big boys calls out Braun, and then here comes Braun, and he's dressed like a cat burglar. <laughs> I mean, other than the bright red tennis the shoes, sneakers. He looks like he's about to, yeah, he, he looks like he's about to like get some suction cups <laughs> and climb up somebody's wall or something. Um, I'm not a sneaker. Then, uh, I don't know. Those nice sneakers. I don't, I'm not a sneaker I guy. Don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm wearing New Balance, bro. Brother. Uh, so anyway, he comes out and starts to say something. Then he just sucker punches uh, Corbin and then security fills up the ring. Um you know what that means, Ray. You, you came out here and you sucker punched a defenseless man. You know what They're that all fired. means. Everybody's fired. Fired. You are fired. At the very least, I think we should suspend Baron Corbin indefinitely. Um, all right, let me get the button. Here we go. You're fired! What? That's it. It's gone. Not much. Uh, Trick knocks on HBK's door. And then he's let inside. I was shocked that HBK was actually there. I was shocked that he was going to speak to a black man. Um, That is terrible. That's a terrible thing to say, but we get a package of uh, Becky Lynch and Tiffany and we get neither one of them on this show. Right. I didn't sleep through that. Right. They didn't actually appear here. Who was it? It was Bex and Tiff. They did a package. Did I fast forward this? Oh, I'm no, sure no, no. I fast did. forwarded the package, but I'm just saying they never actually showed up live in the arena that night, right? No, they was just the package. You're right. Okay. So it's hype sure. reel. Oh, how hype reels they say in the biz. Okay. Um, And then we get mm-hmm. uh, Hank and Tank versus the football guys. But the football guys have a name now. <laughs> look, at, look at the hammer. It's true. <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, 
Yeah, they have a name now. You really couldn't think of anything better for these kids. I get it. I get it. Is, is uh, this a phrase now? Apparently, this is a phrase I've heard. Never heard about the mud. Um, never I, heard of that. It's so new that we're probably too old. But like, I just kind of just heard of it, kind of right before this, kind of. OTM out the mud. What does this mean? Uh, from um, the gutter. From the it's ghetto? just like another. I think it's like another way of like, you know, people saying they're they're trying to grind their way up and make I'm it. I'm gonna big. find out. I didn't even finish my sentence before you said, I'm going to find out. Anyway, um, out the mud. Regardless, I don't think it's good to say as a team name, like with the announcer announcing it out the mud. I think she should just call them OTM and they should just be known as OTM if they're going with that. Hmm. But who's little baby? Um, I believe he's one of these rappers. Okay, so apparently might this be is... better than Top Dollar, but maybe. But it says here. Uh, let me see. It says his out the mud. <clears throat> Urban Dictionary it says get out the mud refers to someone who uh, only had themselves to rely on to become stable financially, physically, and mentally. Um, also, there's another terminology. It says, uh, "Out the uh, get out the mud um, to work hard towards success, helplessly and endure hardship, uh, thrift, starvation, and or sleepless days and nights." The fuck does that have to do with these guys? Well, they're. <clears throat> I mean, we saw them in the streets playing football, and they were playing streets a dice like, game last week. Like the old PlayStation game, NFL Streets. Yeah, NFL Streets. Okay. Well, there, there, there's uh, the Hammer says out the muds about Texas music. Maybe that's a Texas thing. Oh yeah, little baby, uh, out the mud featuring uh, Future. Who? Uh, Mike Martin had mud but a while back. That might be different, but he's getting out of it, right? This is out the mud. I'm not gonna play it. Yeah, don't play it. it says little baby. Out the mud, uh, featuring future. Which one is little baby? I'm assuming the little guy's baby, little baby, right? This guy right now. I actually don't know. I think so. This guy looks like he's from the future. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, anyway. Oh, it yeah, is. So old this song. is. So this is a kind of a thing. Um, and uh, you know, so speak to my point about um the announcer should she just call them otm yes because the name when you say it out loud like that doesn't sound good out the mud no <laughs> otm yeah that sounds much better okay. with scripts all right so this match um it looks like i stopped writing notes at their names so what happened here well i know they won i know that well listen uh, o- otm had to win I'll say this. Uh, so Hank and Tank are a great tag team. Those guys work well together. Um, both strong hosses. Uh, they gave out the mud, or they gave OTM a quite quite a, quite a match during this uh, segment. Now, to me... Not a long match. Not a long match. But, but, but quite to, a match. But to me, watching this, and I would love the script 
I would love the script. I would love the chat to to chime in here. Tell me if you agree with me. OTM was out there. Huh? Scripts was out there. He was there. OTM seemed to get way better. Like fast. Like they looked really good during this match. They weren't that bad before, right? I don't remember them being bad. No, I didn't say they were bad. They just looked better than what they did the last time I saw them. Like, like they're putting the work in. Um, they're they're it, trying to get out the mud. I, I guess so. This is that this what mo- you're saying. There's this move that I think is Bronco Nima that does where he jumps up in the air and he does like a stomp on the chest, and it looks so fucking good the way he does it. You know, and 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 it's fucking good. And then the other kid, uh, Lucian Price. He does this this fucking spider crawl thing on the floor where, where his character is just out there. The look in his face. Um, yeah, man, those two guys. Remember Authors of Pain, right? Yeah. The hype that they got in coming two big, two big killers and stuff like that. Yeah. These guys are like that, but good. <laughs> like good in the ring. Like really good in the ring. These kids have one hell of a future. Um and Except they're both for that damn name. <laughs> uh, listen i'm not listen maybe it's something that's passing us by you know the out the mud shit well it definitely is <clears throat> but then again maybe it's passing them by too because how old did you say that song was it's 2019 oh well that's not so old yeah but it's, it's think about this that how many years ago is that it's five years ago four years ago almost mm-hmm. five almost five years ago and we have no idea what it is that means we've been we you and i vet are so out of the loop when it comes to shit that's hip or shit that's cool now that we had no idea what this meant. We had no idea that this was the thing five years ago. Right. We we weren't catching on, but if it's true what Hammer says and it's kind of a Texas deal, then maybe it would make sense why we over here in the, you know. Well, you in the West Coast, me in the East yeah, Coast. Yeah, right. We, we, it's It's taking time to branch out and... And if I recall correctly, I did say at the beginning that I had just heard this not that long ago. So, what would you call them? The football guys? Yeah, I'd call them the football guys. Mm. I don't know. Maybe as no, I probably wouldn't call them that. I don't know. It's not my job to name people. Um, any other thoughts on this? Uh, I will point out to Chris Winland's point about the little details, like when he steps on the guy's foot to make the tag, you know? Oh, like yes. Little things you don't see often, even though it's so simple. You just, you're visually trying to show like you're, you don't want him to make a tag, whereas other people just walk off and don't care. Like, yeah, you could tag if you want. And, but yeah, so got to give uh, credit to Tank Ledger. Who, as soon as he stepped on his ankle, was selling it like, ah, oh man, this was fun. Good match. I I gotta get out the mud. Sure. Um, so Gigi Dolan is doing some Stevie Richards fitness. She is, she was, and then it blacks out like Mm. the lights go out. Yeah, and then when it comes back, Blair's standing over her and she says. Yeah, or something. You, I don't know what she said. They have these little covers with like like a little lock on it that you have a key, so that people can't turn on and off the lights. They had those. We have those in my building mm. that I work at. Are you saying you suggest that the performance center invest in these? Just saying, lights always going out and shit. People turning shit on and off. What if they leave it on all night? Mm-hmm. Then what? 
light bill. Very expensive in Florida. Yep. It's got to be at least six cents an hour. Um, what would you say? Do you have a sound bite ready for uh, Blair Davenport now that she's attacked a another defenseless wrestler in the back? In fact, how she's made her bones here at NXT so far? Do I have a sound? Uh, I may have something here. Let me see. What can I do? Uh, no, that's not going to work. 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 Um, I mean, I could do this. <laughs> that ain't good thing, you know, fucking. I used to have a sound bite, and I think I deleted it. What the fuck? Wow, that's weird, because you just played it not that long ago. You talking about Roadhouse? I'm talking about what what happens when you attack somebody outside the confines of a professional wrestling contest, Ray? I don't know. What, this I don't dead, know. This dead air. This, I, I I just don't know what you're getting at, dude. I mean, how, this big ass titties. I think that does apply here, but I'm just gonna. I'm thinking the Vince McMahon, you're fired. Oh, probably. Oh, you mean this one? Oh, here it is. Yeah. What? You gotta love the king, huh? What? That's also it. what he would say if you said big ass titties. Yep. What? Oh my god, JR. <laughs> um what do we got over here? All right, die Jack and Thorpe walk. Uh and then the Creeds join the dinner at the garden there. Um did, I have did a you enjoy Brutus's stupidness in this? I like him. Yes, I do. He's the meathead. There's a little soundbite of these guys at the at the restaurant. Here, it's only like 10 seconds long. Hey, what do we got over here? A cup of chains? A cup of chains? They have tater tots at the Olive Garden? Absolutely. They're fucking delicious. Okay. All right. No, they're actually, taters. That next time. I... They're just regular taters, potatoes. In a cup. cup. No, a couple. A cup of taters means a couple of... Potatoes. No, it means a cup. Oh, God damn it. Come on, work with me, bro. I'm trying. Trick tells uh, Tyler Bate and Axiom that, uh, guess what? Mm. It's a four-way now. Mm-hmm. Tonight. Mm. With men. I've heard that before. Right, Colin? Yeah. Um, and then it's uh, Thorpe versus Dijak in a strapped-up match. Um, we got, uh, got Eddie Thor's family in the front row. Um, Dijak kind of beats up Eddie in front of his family. I loved, I loved this. I really did. Did you know? I sure fucking did. Um, somebody give that kid a job. The little girl, give that little girl a job. Um, the, the father needs to be smacked. Stop smiling while your, while your son is being beaten. I don't know. Yeah. It's just so funny. I don't know. But the family did a great job, except for the guy, the father. Um, that little girl sold the fuck out. Uh, do you think that there was any chance that the little girl was really stressed out? Seeing Uncle Thorpe getting beat up? Mm-hmm. They said she was only six. Well, if she, if she was fucking smart it's enough. Old to enough the- to understand things, but not old enough to realize this shit is phony necessarily. Plus, there's nothing phony about just the actual belt whippings <laughs> that was happening like inches in front of her. So, 
Well, Thorpe wins. Yeah. Thorpe wins, and then Dijak just gets up and beats the shit out of him some more. So it's like, all right, everything was wrong with this, but go ahead, Ray. I wanted to ask you, so when you wrap the leather around your elbow, does it make the elbow harder? Like, how does that work? It's what does that do? It's just like the punch. Remember, we, we figured out the science the of it, and yes, you definitely... Does that work with anything? Like, can I? Oh, let me just. Can I take this like this sock? Right? Can I just? Mm-hmm. Is that gonna? Am I gonna fucking do it? Right here. I'm gonna make it, it harder. It's gonna. It's gonna protect you a little bit. Yeah. Hurt my hand. Hurt my hand. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Okay, so, I, I, okay, great. Uh, <sighs> I didn't, I didn't like this match. Um, Why? Because it's stupid. Why? It's a strap match. It's not, it's nothing technical. It's just, no, I just, I, I mean, the whole idea of it. Like, here comes Dijak again. Mm-hmm. All right. For some reason, he hates this guy. Well, he's, he's an, he's then, an injured. Then he whips, he whips him in front of his family. As, as you And should. then gets his ass kicked. And then just gets back up and continues whipping him in front of his family. So, like, we already seen this spot, and this whole thing looks phony now. Well, he hung him up in the tree of woe. Why does why does he care so much to do this? Dijak's an asshole. Don't you get it? He's an asshole. I don't think he For cares. What? He's an asshole. Why not? I'd be an asshole, too, if I ever won any matches. So what are we going to do here? Maybe if Dijak wins, he gets that piece of land that Eddie Thorpe loves so much. Mm. That would be they great. Should've, they should have made that clear in the build-up to this. Then I'm not, just I don't know what to tell you, bro. I enjoyed it. I the thought deed it was okay. to the land. That would be fun. He he puts what would, if you were Dijak? What would you build on that land to piss Thorpe off? Hmm. The police station. Oh Jesus! What's next? Police station. Uh, so JC's checking on Thea. Mm-hmm. Um, her new gear is ready, and we have not seen it yet. Of course, we here on the Next Level Wrestling Review have seen it because we already showed it. But at this point, it's just JC looking and you know getting a little excited about it. And then we get Danny Palmer. Remember her? Um, she saw Ruka's friend. If you remember her, um. And here comes Thea Hale with the uh, Dominatrix outfit, you know, for the kids, for the six-year-olds in the front row. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then Blair Davenport grabs Vic Joseph's headset and starts cutting a promo into it. And then, before you know it, um, Thea Hale puts on the Kimura, and Danny Palmer taps out. Big man. And Chase U is up in the crow's nest, and they look on disapprovingly. Yeah, they were very upset. All right. We'll see where it goes. What's next? Um, Mello is too distracted to be supportive of Trick. We see how this is playing out. Mm-hmm. It's the old Bruno San Martino, Larry Zabisco, student teacher thing. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Dragon Lee enters, and then um, Corbin gets TMZ'd, and then he gets also sneak attacked by the cat burglar Braun. <laughs> and security comes back. So mm-hmm. now Braun has been fired twice in one night. Um, 
Same, yeah. when you want me to hit it? Right, it it's it. okay. You can hit it. Okay. Yeah! What? If, the, if we were like SmackDown or Raw, like, I mean, our show, yours and mine, Ray. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if we were like that, we what? would do like a recap package, right? Where it said <sighs> previously, like earlier earlier tonight on next level wrestling review and then we just show you hitting that button of Vince McMahon say you're fired and then we go back into this i hate the recaps in show recaps we need to figure out a way to do it live i didn't mind the old tna last week on impact wrestling that was cool with the cinematic music but anywho Mm -hmm. all right four-way time Mm -hmm. uh Wait, yes, yeah. it's four-way time, but I, I did want to say one other thing because I was kind of awake at this point. Oh, shit. Um, I'm getting really fucking tired of this in watching these wrestling shows where someone, like, okay, here we have this thing, right, where it's um, it's a brawl between Braun and Baron Corbin back there, right? And they get yeah. all the security to come and break this shit up, right? So this is a current thing that's happening right now. And they'll they'll do this, and then they'll just be like, "Okay, we're going to uh, we're going to break," or we're just like, "Oh, or we you know we've already got a you know we've got a match, so let's just go to that match and not worry about this fight that's happening currently," you know, or they'll just go to the announcer on cam like, "Well, fuck all that fighting. Uh, we got to tell you about what's going to happen at No Mercy." Like, yeah. Well, the show must go on, then. It must. So th- I guess that's the kind of the, the thought process behind that. Okay. Like, we know this is happening. We know these two guys are, are killing each other. But, you know, we have to put over our advertising for, you know, the show that's coming up. That's how we're going to make our money. So there's no money in two guys fighting in the backstage and one guy being a cat burglar. Well, they're still showing it to us. <clears throat> so. Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So anyway, the four-way match, uh, they have a match, um, and Trick literally falls into the win here. I, okay, I want to hear your thoughts on this match. I didn't watch it. You're like Colin. You're like Colin back in the Impact Attack days. What I saw was guys doing moves to each other. Is there was a match involved in this? I don't really know. I guess it was all right. It sounded fine. I saw uh, who who was it on Twitter that says one of the best matches he'd ever seen. Who said that? Um. Oh. Oh. Yes. 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 Scott yes. 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 Something. I I, uh, Scott Ward. Scott Ward. Yeah. It was fucking. It was. It was pretty dope, bro. It was a pretty fucking uh, fun match. I would say. Oh shit! Scott Scott Woodford just tagged me on the on the tweet with a uh, top dollar holla holla. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, oh, this right, one well, right here, I got it. Hold on. So this person says is Scott Ward. He's a a longtime supporter of not only HMG but myself all the way back to like the fucking oh my god one wrestling days. Says I tuned into NXT for the first time in a while, and I saw Dragon Lee, Axiom, Trick Williams, and Tyler Bate. Uh, just had one of the best matches I've ever seen. Loved it. And he tagged us all. He put over channelattitude.com. So thank you, Scott Ward, for 
putting uh, over channel attitude, putting all, you know, giving us some credit and stuff. Um, bro, this was, I, I don't know what you were watching, brother. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It was a bunch of moves and shit, but it was, I just found this to be just fun to watch. Like a lot of fun, you know, uh, fucking trick Williams just coming off of his match, you know, doing fucking double bookends or <laughs> As Vic Joseph was putting it, was it rock bottom or is it a bookend? Booker T's like, don't why'd you go there, sucker? Um, everything from the commentating to uh I didn't think there was any way I I didn't think Trick Williams was gonna win. I thought the storyline here going into it was gonna be Trick Williams failing, right? And then uh his buddy, uh, what's his name, the champ, being so distracted that he didn't give a shit that you know this guy didn't get the title shot, which would further fuel the flame of uh dissension between trick williams and uh the champ uh i don't know i can't get his name in my head but um carmelo hayes carmelo hayes but um and i and the finish was i don't know kind of i it's out of nowhere but it all made sense because this kid uh axiom hits him with a flying fucking headbutt knocks himself out which i i've seen before he hits back knocks out fucking tyler Bate. With the back of his head, which is the hardest part of your head, everything kind of made sense there. And he just fell on somebody who just had a finish, a finishing move hit on him. Fuck, man, he fell into it to a championship match at the at the PLE. So I'm looking forward to that, bro. I don't know. I liked it. So I mean, well, nothing that you said really described the match. You just described everything surrounding the match and the finish of the match. Neither of which things it's a four way. Complain about. It's a four-way. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what can I do? Oh, was it good uh, chain exactly. wrestling and shit? Exactly, exactly. What can you say about a four-way? We see these all the time in right. NXT alone. You only watch NXT and you still see all these same matches. It's just but like, it's fine. I'm, it's I, I just don't, I don't care what happened in the match. I don't care. The only mm -hmm. thing that matters is the finish. So this was an interesting finish. Right. We've got intrigue. We got We that. see Trick Williams win. He celebrates. It's a good moment. The crowd is very happy. This would be a great way to go out if we were ending the show right here. So then we go back to the Olive Garden. Right. This is the way we should have ended the show with this win. I agree. Yes, let's go back to the Olive Garden. OTM shows up. Uh, Stax procures everyone's favorite beverages. And we end up with another four-way. Right here at the Olive Garden table. Because when you're here, you're four-way. Yes. Well, your family. Hey. Hey. Well, they eat. And it's going to be a four-way, so. Yeah. All right. Mackenzie's with Dom and then Dragon Attack. <laughs> you know, like, he just flies in and starts beating up Dom, so refs pull him off. Dragon Lee's fired. Um, then we get a contract signing. We don't need anybody from the office to preside over this. Let's just... I, these guys have basically just got it. We've got Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes. They can officiate their own contract signing. So let's just set a table and they'll take care of everything themselves. Uh, my notes Joseph there. He was already there. I mean, he was sitting out there. He didn't, he Booker T. Or but yeah. yeah, they just, they're always there. They Shawn Michaels. Really he was right back. Was not there. Um, anyway, I just, my note for this was yawn. I wrote the word yeah, yawn on my I notes. Um, and then we find out that, uh, Dragon Lee is going to be the referee for the North American title match. We will find that out, yes. And then the pirate and the burglar fight in the parking lot again, and still 
uh, while the refs say, come on, guys, for like five minutes. And then when they bust through Shawn Michaels' office wall, that's when people decide, hey, maybe we better grab these guys and try to physically restrain them because we yeah. can't have, you know, we wouldn't want to, you know, we wouldn't want Shawn Michaels' hat to get knocked off and see he's bald again, right? So right. he's very bald. There you go. Horseshoe, horseshoe hair. Yep. And it's it's Trick Mellow Gang. It's, it's Trick Mellow Gang. All, all that's whoop, all it's whoop. ever going to be, or whoop, whatever whoop. they say. Whoop, whoop. That's what Brandon says. Whoop, whoop. So we go off the air to a fucking brawl, right? That's it. No, we go off the air to Trick and Mellow being the Trick and Mellow gang. No, we go off the air to fucking Braun Breaker and, and, and Baron Corbin beating the living shit out of each other backstage outside. That's what we go off the air to. That's that's what happened last. Um, I don't know if you I don't think that's I don't think that's right. Yeah, I'm 100 percent right. Literally, I'm looking at the notes here, too, and I remember watching the show just a few hours ago. Baron Corbin, remember, he, he threw him into the car. The car got dented. He hit him with a power bomb. Yeah. Fucking mm -hmm. Baron, uh, what's his name? Uh, Breaker yep. does all the that, Undertaker. All that, stuff, all that stuff happened, and then it was Trick and Mellow at the end. No. It's backwards, but okay. Does it, does it matter? Well, it matters if you're trying to correct me. Well, I'm, then you're, you've been corrected because the show went off the air literally with them breaking up this fight backstage. Okay. It is what it is. Um, we're going to run through this really quickly. We're going home, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to hit the go-home music. We do have NXT No Mercy this weekend. So I'm just going to throw the matches out there to you real quick, Vet. And uh, who wins, who loses? We do this rapid fire, usually before pay-per-views, and we'll give you the full review next week on the Next Level Wrestling I'll Review. skip it. Well, I'll do it. And you can. So if you want, you can just put over your social media, brother. And uh, I'll finish this off on myself. Okay. The vet's being a child. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the NXT women's title match. The extreme rules match between Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton. I don't know. What do you think, guys? Who do you think goes over here? I don't see Becky Lynch holding on to the title too long. Uh, I think this was a thing to get the pop in the crowd. Maybe, I don't know, maybe to get uh, some extra viewers. Uh, maybe Tiffany Stratton goes over here. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with Tiffany. I'm going to say Tiffany wins the title here. And plus, this looks to be the opening match as well. Uh, then we have a singles match. So I'm going to go with Tiffany Stratton up. Uh, let me see. We have a singles match. We have Baron Corbin versus Braun Breaker. Uh, I don't see why. It's going to be tough, man. Let me think this through. We have Baron Corbin versus Braun Breaker. You know what? I'm going to give Braun Breaker the win here over Baron Corbin. I know Baron Corbin has been brought down there. They had to work with the NXT talent, maybe get some guys over. And I think a win for Braun Breaker is more important. makes more sense. Um, but this is wrestling. But I'm going to go Braun Breaker over Baron Corbin right here. Uh, WWE North American title match. We have a special referee, obviously, as the vet was saying, Dragon Lee. Uh, Dominic Mysterio versus Trick Williams. Now, this is a tough one, guys. And I want you in the chat right now to hit me up. Tell me what you think. Um, it's hard to it's hard to kind of do they take the belt off of Dominic Mysterio? Now we already I already said that Tiffany Stratton's taking the belt off of Becky Lynch. So is it gonna be back to back titles, you know, changing? Who knows? Um, every title is being defended right here. So goddamn. Um I want Trick Williams to win. I think he should win. 
You know what? I'm going to say Trick Williams wins this match and wins the title, and I'll tell you why uh, when I talk about the main event. We have the NXT Heritage Cup Championship, Noam Dar versus uh, Butch. Uh, I think Noam Dar wins. I think he gets tons of help. Uh, it makes more sense for him to keep that that Heritage Cup uh, title or whatever it may be. And uh, Butch, yeah, man, Butch... Uh, He's a main roster guy, so I don't see him hanging out in NXT too much longer either. So let's go with Noam Dar up on this one. We have the NXT Tag Team Title Fatal 4-Way Match. We have The Family versus Angel Garza, uh, Humberto Carrillo, The Creed Brothers, and Out the Mud. Now, let me ask you guys, who do you think goes over here in this tag team match? Well, let's see. We have The Family. We have Angel Garza. Now, it's their first title defense. So, should they drop the belt so quick? Is the story with Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo? Creed Brothers have had the title. They, they should be going to the main roster soon. Out the Mud's still kind of green. Still new. Even though I like them a lot. Technically, you want to have the tag team champions maybe retain here. So, I'm going to say the tag team champions are going to retain but I think there's going to be an ongoing story between Angel Garza and uh, Humberto Carrillo and Out the Mud somehow. And finally, we're going to go to the main event, and I'm going to touch base on why I think this is going to happen. I think Ilya Dragunov finally does win the NXT title. I think he defeats Carmelo Hayes. And I think uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really fucking hard-hitting, very, very tough match. Now, here's the deal. This is going to happen. We're going to have Carmelo Hayes maybe... You know, sulking and upset and angry and frustrated over losing the title. And uh, Trick Williams is going to be happy because he is a champion. So now it's going to be the reverse gimmick. And this is what's going to further the dissension between uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And don't be surprised if we have we have a, a ser- uh, you know something going moving forward between uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. I don't know. All I know is that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be here next week. Don't know if the vet will. I, I've never personally ever just bailed out of a show, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Big Ray Hernandez. And uh, listen, today, later today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. Let me put this up really quickly. You can join me in April Hunter tonight. Okay, we're going to be discussing. Uh, this is going to be a touchy subject, and you may be surprised. I, I may have an opinion that I think a lot of you may agree with, may not agree. Who knows? But are they coming for Russell Brand? Who are they? Join us live tonight, Wednesday, September 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the A Show. We're going to be talking a whole bunch of different things, guys. It's not just going to be the, the Russell Brand thing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about regarding Russell Brand, then tune in because there's a whole bunch of shit going on with that. Um, there will be no pro wrestling reflection this week. The boys, Tommy Wonder and the professor are taking the week off, so we'll see them next week. And again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, A, Thank you for all the support on social media regarding my little two, three minute videos I'm doing on wrestling. I'm back on TikTok. I took some time off of that uh, just for a little while, but I'm putting my videos up. Also, big shout out to my brothers, PW Hustle, uh, Jimmy T and, and Chris Ams. Uh, that's uh, Lambs with Noel and 
bullshit first thing in the morning uh, over at the PWC. And uh, thank you guys for joining us here at your on your next level wrestling review. I guess we'll see you next week. Will I see you next week? Will the vet see you next week? Will I have to find a new co-host? Who knows? Probably not. But I'll say this. The show went off the air to a brawl between Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Am I wrong? Tell me when I'm telling lies. Yowie wowie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, boy. I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I work with fucking children. This is a hub for Yeah, it's fucking me. Yeah, and uh, listen to the fucking Hameen Media Group. That's Ben Hameen, Hameen Media Group from Rip Rogers. Go get him and go fuck yourself.